Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it's Jackie from Page 7. I'm here to let y'all know that you can listen to Page 7 for free on Spotify. You can download all the episodes with a free account and guess what? All last podcast network episodes are already over there. Swan so mosey on your butt, stand to the Spotify app and listen to Page 7 for free on Spotify to get new episodes as soon as they come out. Because I want to get them hot out of the oven so I can burn my now. All right, guys, you have to bear with me. I just wrote these lyrics while having a conversation with Holden and Molly. It seems to me the smell of your crotch is like a musty, smelly candle. <laughs> Go ahead and light the flame, girl. Pussy with burnt hair. I would not have liked to smell it, but I just paid $75. Your candle smells like your vagina. And I wish I didn't know that. Thank you. You're welcome. You can call me Elton Jackie. <laughs> and my name is Elton Jackie, and welcome to page seven. I just wrote those lyrics. And this is going to be a slushy episode. Molly and I just cracked open a couple. We've got Jackie drinking Fireball in the L.A. studio. I am drinking Fireball out of the bottle. You know, there are just sometimes. I'm not, I, we, none, all three of us, we did not drive here. We are not driving <laughs> no. home. And, and every okay, once and in a while. it's one beer, all right? I'm sorry, Molly, if that, but it's one beer. I think, I think people can be cool with that. My name is Molly. And Ethel and I have one beer, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm I can't wait. I just opened it. I'm looking forward to solution through this 12 ounce beer. It's gonna be fantastic. She's a good mother. <laughs> All right, you're you're in the clear. You're in the. I mean, you're beyond in the clear. Yeah, I can do. I everyone's talking about their dry January, and I'm like, ha. Huh. <laughs> I was dry for nine months, and then You've nine been months dry before for like that, two years. I have been dry for like two years. I'm, so. a, I'm also having. I am having a cheat beer because out of solidarity with these two. So bear with me. I'm not going to keep drinking. And I also had a cheat tour week. So uh, <laughs> there's also that. But I, after that, I'm going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I swear. I mean, yes, I said that I was trying to eat better, and yes, I may have consumed eleven hot dogs within a five. <laughs> days stretch My however God. now restart button guys if what is january if not a reset button it is a reset button and i i know this is not a video game or gamer podcast but <laughs> holden i you got, got it 
I got Ring Fit Adventure. How great is it? I love it. Isn't it amazing? I, this is the first time, honestly, that I've worked out three times in a row in wow. a million years. I'm totally going home after this, and I'm going to play it as well. How fun is that muscular, uh, sexy bodybuilding dragon that you have to fight? And like the running feels good. And I don't, I don't know what else to say. I think it really could get. I mean, for a person like me, I was already having a pretty successful workout routine, but this actually made me excited to work out. I hate working out. I've never had a successful workout routine ever in my entire life. I think there was one like five week stretch where I went to the gym three times a week when I was in like 2010. And since then, I hate it. It makes me feel bad about myself, like the fact that I can't keep doing it, but I just have never successfully been able to do it. And granted, it's only been three times, sure, but it has been three times that I have worked out and looked forward to working out and I feel so psyched It is about three it. more times than you would have done it before so you know what I'm fucking proud of you right? Thank you And also like I am we should also say post-workout I'm sweating buckets This is not like a lazy workout That's not why we're excited about it I am like rocked when I'm done Yeah and- I will say I was very I thought it was very fun because Holden brought the ring fit workout to the tour. How many times did you work out? None. I, I, okay. <laughs> Look, I have an excuse. I am proud of you for thinking that you could have, though. You know, that is good forward thinking. I didn't bring it, actually, because I had to bring T-shirts in my luggage is the excuse I'm going with. I had to sell merch, people. I had to sell <laughs> That's merch. A I mean, if people... I feel like uh, there is a thing of bringing your video games with you when you travel. Your vid- my, like Gideon always brings a video game system with us when we go on vacation, and I'm always like, really? But to bring a workout system with you while you travel is very right. ambitious, and you did both. There's no reason to lie to yourself. And honestly, if you're going to stick with it, I say mazel. But it's, so I tried to do... I try to do these crunches. I do these hundred crunches. I try to do at least five or six See, that sounds days like a, a week. Complete nightmare. <laughs> and I did three crunches on one of the days <laughs> on tour, and I just went nah. And I got <laughs> back into bed and went back to sleep. <laughs> it's okay to give up sometimes. Every once in a while, it's okay to choose because you take your power back and be like I am choosing. It's not that I am allowing the workout to get the best of me. It's that I am choosing to not do it today. Yeah. And sometimes you got to do it for your mental health, and that's okay. That's very true. Cheat week. But I've been on like a cheat, you know, five to six Millennium. years. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I will say, uh, we should describe this a little bit. This is a video game for the Nintendo Switch that comes with its own. I was told it was a Pilates ring, but I don't know. But it's like this ring that you push down, you push on and you pull on and it just works your muscles really well. And then a strap that you put the other little remote on and it and it can see like... And it's really accurate as to how you're squatting, you're running in place, you're doing all this stuff, and it knows. And what's amazing, one of my favorite things I noticed recently is it actually rewards you for having better posture. It can, like, tell when you're doing the workout a little wrong. And I noticed, and I corrected myself, and my attack got more points. Yeah, I noticed that yesterday, too. I was like, fuck, I got to do this correctly. Right? It's like, yeah, so it has, like, you you squeeze this ring, and you pu- you pull it out, and then you do your squats, and all of your attacks, all your exercises are attacked. Yeah, they're different. fighting monsters. And I can't, I, I can't emphasize <laughs> I enough like how little of a game of a video game person I am. I love the Nintendo Switch because I like Nintendo games. I love just dance. Uh-huh. But I'm like a party games person. I like right. Mario Party, but I don't like role playing games. And Gideon is Mm-mm. like, look at you getting really into this like adventure yeah. game because you level up, you get stronger attacks up. And I was about to ask this too, though. Gideon is a gamer. He is. And has he tried it? He hasn't yet, but okay. I think that he's he watches me play it, and he's, and he's to get like the- that looks 
it's pretty fun. Right? Yeah. Are any of them like peace? Like, is it like instead of, you know, hitting the monster, like, is it like love making with the monster? Because (laughs) I'd love to like have sex with the monster. Okay, there's no sexual monster games, but you bring up a really good point. Simulated sex in video games has gotten really good with VR. And I think that if you introduced a workout regimen while you're having sex with these anime girls, we'd see a lot of improvements, I I think, with a certain. (laughs) Per minute, you can do. How many right? humps do you think you could do per minute? Like uh, just bum, dance, bum, 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 I'm humming right now. Yeah. <laughs> just dance, but with just having sex. You put one of those flashlights on you, or whatever. Oh my Lord. So you're actually having the sex, Work or whatever. I didn't think that I was an easily scandalized person, but I am extremely scandalized by the idea of just dance, but for sex. It's, it's really it's disturbing great. me. But uh, no, you can't have sex with the monsters, but you definitely don't necessarily have to fight. There are mini games you can play that are workouts. There are also just, I think you can just straight up do workouts without doing that adventure mode. We're, we're talking about the adventure mode. You can also just create your own customized. And what's amazing too, it's got yoga, it's got Pilates exercises, it's got cardio, it's got all of these. Things. Strength training. I mean, what I like about it, and for anybody who, like me, uh, the minute you start working out, you're just like, I hate this, and I, and all I'm thinking about is when I can stop. <laughs> uh, what's really nice about Ring Fit Adventure is that you're not, you don't know what's going to happen next, and yeah. it's different every time. Yes. And so you're not thinking like, 44 minutes to go. Right. 43 minutes to go, which is what I am doing when I'm exercising otherwise. And so this, you're just like, I don't even know how much longer I have left. It's usually, I've only been doing like, like 20 minutes not sure. that long but I can, you can make it longer or shorter sure. but like I don't know how much longer I have left but like and I don't know what's going to happen next but I just need to like fight this fucking dragon and then see what happens but it's not so you're not just like obsessing about how much you yeah. hate it and when it'll be over and there's so many little carrots for you to feel good like at the end of each level you do this victory pose and they just make you feel so good you squat down and like load up this thing and then you push up and raise your arms up and it's like you did it and like the ring itself <laughs> in the video game talks to you and it's like you're you're doing amazing. <laughs> Keep going. This is awesome. It is. It's very feel good. It's like, yeah. and, and if you're not doing it right, it doesn't yell at you. No. It's not like Jillian Michaels, who we could also talk about sure. if we wanted to. Absolutely. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Jillian <laughs> Michaels. No, it's the opposite of Jillian Michaels. They're like, you're doing great. Try try lowering your knees a little bit. Right. Like they give you a little, it's wonderful. I've never understood. I can't be screamed at while doing any of this stuff. Like right. I've gone to those kind of classes. I need encouragement. Yeah. Uh, the second someone tells me, it's like, in your face and scream about how you got it's like don't yell I, yeah, I, balk. I don't want that I balk don't yell at me we're, we're <laughs> anti-authority types obviously we chose this line of work I think for good reason <laughs> in that sense and it, it definitely is. It's that. It's also like, I know. Hey. I feel like I'm in Sister Act 2 every day. <laughs> it's constantly, too, just like, hey, go get some water. Re- you earned, relax yeah. a little bit. You down with G-O-D? Yeah, yeah, you know me. Don't overdo it. They're just like, it doesn't matter how long you work out. It's the fact that you're doing it every day. We're just so happy f- with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. just makes you feel so loved. And I and I love Just Dance. Just Dance is my favorite video game. And I was like, maybe I'll just try to do like a Just Dance you know, uh-huh. just dance my way. I to know people fitness, who've lost tons of weight doing just dance, which is awesome. But what I like about ring, first of all, just dance is so much fun with friends. Yeah, 
not quite as much fun alone. Not as good alone. It's it is fun, but it's a very different thing than when you're with friends. And with Ring Fit, it's like I just know I'm actually doing muscle shit. Like just dance is cardio, and yeah. it's good. It's, it can be good cardio. But yeah, it feels good to be working different parts of your body. Exactly. And doing exercises I didn't even know existed. Yeah, to be I'm honest. doing my lats and yeah, my triceps, and sure. it's like Whoa. that ring, man. That ring too. Because I had Carly over. She loves playing video games, and uh, our friend and and uh, I had her doing some of those exercises, and she you just immediately start feeling it. It is not again sweating buckets. Yeah. At the end, I even if I do like twenty minutes, I am fucking fried yeah sometimes. you know but you can also if you're having a tough day um you can lower that intensity and they're super connected to that they're like hey how are we feeling you know what i mean anyways i can't write what an infomercial for ring i know fit. but i feel like <laughs> as i know that we have whenever i talk about like pregnancy and parenthood stuff i always hear from a lot of awesome people who are also in the like either raising very young children or pregnant or whatever and i feel like pregnancy has made me feel so alienated from my body like I never do anything fun with my body anymore I just it just feels like my body has been through like a it's lot a fa- it's of a factory. <laughs> it's, it's been through hell and uh, <laughs> is not yet back. And- Convince Jackie some more to have a child because the look at her face fans. right now. <laughs> I know. I am thankfully still in the spot where it's like every other hour. It's like, I want a baby. And then I'll never have a baby. I want a baby. No, no, I really ever want one. So today I'm actually on more of this side of it. So you're right. It's a factory that makes you feel like you're uh, we're overworked. Dough, right? I mean, the the things that the factory made are brilliant yeah, miracles. They're great. Who they I, are great. Oh my god, they're smiles. But my <laughs> but my body feels like I like I realized this. I can't remember if I said it on the show before, but stop me if I did. But I was on my large adult scooter the other day because I got gifted a adult scooter. Wait, 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 wait. Like a razor scooter? Like a razor scooter, but for adults. It's my it's my adult scooter. It is so much fun. When I was a nanny for such a long time, that my favorite was when the kids wa- like took their razor scooters to school and we would razor scooter all the way back to their house. Uh-huh. And it is so much fun because you're just like, gangway, gangway, I'm on a fucking scooter, you pieces of shit. And you're just screaming at people. And we would boo at them and be like, so slow. And we'd yell at them as we would go because we were nightmares. But please continue. I defy any want to ride a fucking scooter and not be like yippee after at first you're like oh I look like a shithead everybody's laughing at me I'm in Brooklyn and everybody thinks I'm a piece of shit and then you're just like yeah there is no <laughs> way to do it and not have fun but I was gifted one when I was pregnant with Freddie and I didn't ever use it because I was like I'm pregnant. I should. I'm pregnant. <laughs> shouldn't be on a scooter right now but then recently I had to go somewhere that was like a 15 minute walk away and I was like not pregnant and I've got a scooter and I don't have a lot of time. I'm going to ride this scooter and I had a great time and I realized that I had not had fun like with like I had not felt like I was doing something fun with my body in so long and I was like I got a scooter more often like a tool. I don't care. People are going to see me and be like oh look at this bitch on her scooter (laughs) and now doing Ring Fit Adventure I feel like I'm actually doing something fun with my body. There are times that's amazing and it's not against you. You're also not self-destructing. Right. And it's hard, I feel like, as people that we're now all in our mid-30s and we were all comedians in New York in our 20s and all we did was be self-destructive for a really long time. And I now struggle with what do I do if I'm not going out to sit at a bar for six hours every night? I, I really, it's like, it's learning how to have fun again. So I am cross-stitching again. It's why I'm cooking again. It's like I'm doing all these different things because like, 
how do you have fun and not hurt yourself? Right. A hundred percent. Not that, of course, yeah. there are the nights, a thousand percent. But, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it is an interesting thing that I feel like people don't talk about enough in their 30s. For sure. sure. Especially for, I mean, I will say there's a little bit of a difference between us who went to New York to be comedians or whatever it was. But I think a lot of people who flock to New York are looking a little bit more for that kind of lifestyle. So it's a little more particular to our situation, I think. But... Um, yeah, for sure. It's very difficult to unplug. Or uh, what's even more depressing to me is the weekend warrior thing where you are good all week and then you blow your entire weekend on just a blackout drunk state and then Sunday sucks because you're just hungover as fuck the whole time. So, like, that is, I guess, the case, too, for a lot of people out there who ha- who are responsible for their nine-to-fives and then let loose on the weekend and then trying to learn how to, like, how do I? But I'll tell you what. The balance. Dry January for me has been uh, awesome with that. Like, I'm just, I'm reading so much more. I don't have to re-watch television episodes because I was blackout when I watched <laughs> them, which has become an issue for me. So, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying I'm like, hell yeah, I'm just going to, like, we did cocktails last night, which is my stream where we drink and I was sober at the end of it, and I was like, I'm going to watch some 90 Day and, like, kick back. You have more time. It's crazy. And sleep so well. The sleep is the biggest thing. And see, that was the thing about being, I was sober for, you know, two different nine-month segments very recently in the last one and a half years, but, uh, or two years, I guess, but, like, the whole, when you're, when I'm, when you're pregnant, for me at least, you sleep like shit, oh. and you're nauseous all the time ha. anyway. So I was yeah. like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to be not drinking for nine months. I'll feel fantastic. <laughs> right. I'm going to be well hydrated. No. That part is true. Like, I was the best, most hydrated I've ever been. But, like, I was like, I'm going to sleep so well, and I am never going to be, like, nauseous or have a headache. I had, a, I was nauseous, had a headache, like, all pregnancy. <laughs> Although I bet your skin looked great, yeah. right? Maybe. You but... were gl- oh, my God, you were glowing. <laughs> I wanted to, like, Hannibal Lecter you. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, just what, like fava beans, right? Yeah. Or Buffalo Bill you, you know what I mean? I wanted no. to tuck my penis behind my legs and wear your skin and dance around. No, my at least Molly is too small. I used to get really scared whenever I watched Islands of the Lambs because you would always choose women that were size 14 because there was more skin on their backs. Uh, and at the time I was a size 14, I would get so upset. I'm like, I'm going to be next. Someone's going to skin me because I got more skin. <laughs> I mean, take it as a compliment. Yeah, I, got, I mean, I, my skin is very soft and I would definitely use my skin as a purse. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I definitely wouldn't do is... Use the scent of my vagina <laughs> and put it into a candle. Wow, Jackie, that was the best segue you've ever that was done really good. on this show. Hey, that was, working that on was it. really good. Artful, artful. <laughs> Talk about, first of all, a headline I read and was like, that's clearly got to be some social media joke and not actually true, A. And B, no matter what, I know what I'm talking about in five days. This is the thing with page seven. <laughs> I feel like Holden has been acclimated to the... Gwyneth Paltrow, it seems like it's a joke, but it's never yeah, a joke. What the it's fuck? Never a joke. It's that looks never like an onion. That looked like an act- actually ripped from the onion. Yeah. So if you guys are have not seen it, which I, I'm I'm assuming that you have, Gwyneth Paltrow, which of course we call Goop, uh, she has put out a seventy-five dollar candle, and the candle is named "This Smells Like My Vagina." So the candle originally was made by artisanal fragrance brand Heretic and it quote started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and Paltrow while they were collaborating on a fragrance together. The two were testing scents when the which it says when the politician star just shut up just call her goop blurted out <laughs> uh this smells like my vagina and laugh 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 
laugh. <laughs> and now we have $75 fucking candles called This Smells Like My Vagina that apparently is a blend of geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar, and also juxtaposed with damask rose and a bret seed. What does your fucking vagina smell like? Mine doesn't smell like that. I am so furious about Gwyneth Paltrow because I feel like she's doing this, like, cosplay of, like, destigmatizing vaginas. Like, I feel like right. there, it is a thing in our society where, like, we're terrified to say the word vagina. We're, like, very... It's, like, a general collective discomfort we all have that is, like, very toxic. It, like, leads to, like kids not knowing how to like ask for help if they feel sick or if they're like it's like there's like a bad bad thing about the way that we all are collectively uncomfortable about vaginas and I think that we all have to like I think that like our generation as we raise kids is like we are like naming body parts for our children and we're like talking about them and like we're telling them it's okay to touch yourself and stuff like that but to what Gwyneth Paltrow is doing (laughs) is not destigmatizing shit it's like it's like this, like it's cheeky... actually weirdly stigmatizing. Yeah, it's making it more of a joke and more upsetting, and and pushing people further away. Where it's like, well, that's interesting. Yes, right. It's making it's like capitalizing on people's discomfort, and rather than being like, oh, we are all like kind of learning how to like talk about this better than generations before, which was to say never talk about it. It's just being like, wouldn't it be so? fucking weird if I just said the word vagina. Or sold a candle that's and vagina center or steamed. Oh my god, I'm so my vagina. I just put shit in it. Like, it's so, I feel like it is so damaging because then people see it and they're like, stop talking about your vagina already. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 we should be talking about bodies more, but we shouldn't be doing this weird shit, you yeah, know? Totally. totally. It's kind of like you bring up a good point because now that I think about it, I feel like growing up, all I ever heard was like, you'll never find the clit. You'll never find the clitoris and you'll never find the G spot. You know, it was like starting off with that attitude. There's that- no ne- why have negativity? Because I get, I do appreciate the fact that she's trying to bring more positivity towards it. But I think that making your vagina just a joke and like exactly. a gross joke yeah. exactly. is not helping the situation. Because you're right, Holden. That's a negative way to view having sex with a woman or with whomever has a vagina where it's like, you're not gonna do it right. It's a no, mystery. Let's have a communication yeah, about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. No, Oh, I partners have definitely are very effectively utilizing my vagina in many different ways because we communicate. Yeah, yes. you'll find it. I'll show you. Yes, that's right. all it is. And that was usually the running joke back then. I'm not saying she's necessarily doing that now, but yeah, when I hear that she's like steaming her fucking shit and and you know stuff like that, and I'm just and by shit I mean vagina. Sorry, not to compare <laughs> vagina to a log. Of How shit. dare you? But now she's steaming her pussy and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, it's very upsetting. Yeah, to, you know, because you're just like. Oh, Oh, that's what women have to do now and like that seems like you steam a carpet it's like her relationship <laughs> to vaginas is that of like mine when I was like 14 and very uncomfortable about it uh-huh. and she's like a little bit outspoken about it because she's like that's her brand but there, there's nothing like it, it's not it's not even like vaguely as like it's not even like corporately body positive or anything. It's just nothing. It's just about Gwyneth Paltrow well, being yeah. fucking goop. It's, it's it's more that like I have the perfect vagina. Yeah, which right. in if a I, way right. says that yeah, right. Which says like oh, you have to look like that, and you can only imagine what what her, hers looks like because of the self care obsession <laughs> that she has. You know what I mean? But right. it's got to be like. A little mouse is what I would think it would look like. A tiny little mouse. When I am mouse. currently eating out a vagina, 
I love to smell my partner's vagina. I don't want to smell so it's which I guess and not to be like this, but it's like I also hold in don't want to smell your junk. Yeah, I don't like if I smell your junk from where I am standing. I'm like, hold in, go take a shower. Yeah, that means it's, you have to uh, go by take the a way, shower. It is, uh, beef jerky with a little bit of grape jam on there. <laughs> and not, but and it's just not like, you know what you smell like? <laughs> Fucking clean body, clean soap and stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I wash, I wash my parts. Yeah, but there's a lot of anxiety with like people with vaginas have so much anxiety about how they look how they smell how they like so much anxiety and i feel like Gwyneth paltrow is not helping you know what i would have respected if that candle was actually like if my if i made a candle that is this is actually what my <laughs> pussy smells it's like, like three days this no is shower. what it smells like yeah yes and I respect that. Show the reality of what a pussy smells like after it's been fucked, after you haven't washed for days, after you've been sitting on an airplane for 18 hours. That is a science of like, see, it's not that bad. Molly counterpoint. Even at its worst. <laughs> no, I, I, I love the smell of vaginas. So that's, right. there's a difference. It is, but I can't. But then that would be the joke of it. Ew, the candles smell so bad. But you know what I mean? But that's the thing. I... I mean, I started identifying as a feminist when I was 18 years old. It was probably not until I was like 23, 24, 25 that I started really unpacking how much internalized like fear I had about everything around that sure. because it's like how many times is, is do you hear men have the butt of the joke be like oh the nothing when i was a kid i was so confused is a vagina gross or is it irresistible i don't know the because, <laughs> you know because it's both like when you're a kid it's like every guy who you've ever met wants to fuck you i think i've said this on the show before every guy who you've when i was a teenager there's no such thing as a platonic male friend every guy you've ever met wants to fuck you but also you're disgusting and uh -huh. if you don't look yeah. a certain way and if you don't do a certain thing with your body you're disgusting and that was like how i was confused about just being like uh you know a girl or a woman in general but with vagina specifically yeah. it's like they're repulsive but also they're irresistible and they're magic and they make people they make people not even be able to think straight so much that they do horrible things like but also everybody hates them i was so confused you know it took me forever to unpack that that stuff. is a very tough one still the amount of women i have been with that have incredible complexes about their vaginas i think a lot of that too was and it still is this way in a lot of ways but especially back then with playboy and even most porn back then every vagina you would see as a guy was like this pert little thing you know what i mean this that very was always cleanly completely shaved, shaved yeah. all wax like everything was clear like i used to be so so ashamed of like i'm italian yeah i'm a hairy woman i i i, I landscape for sure. sure of course but i i've never done the full waxing because i remember i had a friend of mine that had that got the full brazilian done and they hadn't pulled it off properly and she showed me and she had a blood blister Ooh. the size of her labia oh. right next to the entrance of her vagina and she was a dancer and she couldn't walk for two weeks Ooh. and then she had to go to a doctor to get it let uh. and that is what has oh and i know that she probably just went to the wrong person i'm aware that not all people go through that experience but that is what has always stopped me from getting the full brazilian and yet we are told that that is what all partners want i feel like that norm has changed lately it's not like that yes. much hairier but it used to be creepily completely cleanly shaven completely and clean. most born and most stuff like that which i'm glad that norm has changed because honestly that gives me like fucking pedophile vibes you know what i mean yeah, it's weird it me to out. want to look at uh, a completely non-pubescent 
genitalia. Unless you right. prefer it. If you prefer it that way, fucking have at, dude. I, I more power to sure, you. But I, never sure. do that shit for somebody else. Yeah. Right. Sure. Oh, however, yeah, but- however people want to do it, but it's yeah. I think that it's right. It's like the whatever kind of uh, images we you would see. Right. We're so like cultivated and it was just so and I feel like every time like I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is probably like the in the top three people talking about vaginas right now and I feel like she's doing a lot of harm you know like like I feel but like that's why I'm so I was having this conversation with God Daddy about it where it's like I'm just so in the middle because I do like I really do a lot of what goop does I don't enjoy I, I think that it's kind of weird that she's coming out with this whole cruise line like an in goop health wellness summit cruise line i think that's kind of weird i think you know things like the the jade egg thing which is very upsetting apparently she also allows bees to sting her on purpose to get glowing skin i think a woman died because of that by the way i'd have to go look that up but i'm, I'm pretty sure a woman died trying to follow her lead on that so it's things like that that i do not I personally do not respect. But then there's things like the fact that she's trying to destigmatize anal sex. She's trying to destigmatize using toys in the bedroom. She's trying to destigmatize BDSM for people that have always been scared of it. Mm. And I, I get, but so it's like I'm torn because mm. it makes me think of like Goop Samar. Goop Samar. Yeah. Because I appreciate like what she's doing, just not in the way that she's doing it. Yeah. I, do, I did think have yeah. this thought, though. I do, And I do feel like Kanye's team would win, but I do want to see Kanye's church go up against the Goopites in, <laughs> in some goop sort health? of in some sort of like field battle. The thing you know is, I, mean? I think we should be more scared of Goop because they have like she and her followers on the whole have more money, yeah. and I think that's what we need to be scared of. Yeah, that's for sure. the thing. I do feel like th- to the extent that she is trying to destigmatize those certain things, it is cool and like it's good to destig. Of course, good good to destigmatize like a lot of different things about sex that are still stigmatized but she's doing it in such a like extremely wealthy skinny white woman way you know like like my body is so unobjectionable uh-huh. that I will be the pioneer for I'm this thing. I'm the guinea pig because I'm yeah. like citizen zero of perfection yes, exactly. in terms of exactly. Of, That's of what course. it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Also, I would like to see, and I know the way there's, I know there's no way I would get the numbers on this. I would fucking love to see the percentage because I know the candles sold out, and everyone's like, oh God, her followers are the worst. It's already sold out. I would love to see the percentage of people who bought it as a joke versus the percentage of people who actually legitimately thought this was like a good purchase because they follow Goop and really believe But what in. does it matter? They still sold. Well, I know, but I mean, I'm, just, I'm just curious. Sold. It's an expensive joke. Yeah, so many people, because I know so many people are going to watch that Goop show on Netflix because of the joke, but it really yeah. has harmful stuff in it. I'm very upset about the, especially about the uh, wackos they have coming on talking about how they can talk to your dead ones in the afterlife. That is, I think I've already talked about this. I do just feel that that is the most despicable preying on grief they, those are to me some of the worst people out there um, and you know what I feel however you want to feel about that stuff like I'm all about a lot of like spiritual kind of stuff like that and you know tarot and things like that is you know but when I draw the line at like 
I can talk to your dead mother for you and then just manipulating you into giving thousands of dollars. And I've definitely met multiple people that truly believe that they have the gift to do that. And I, and I believe them. You. And it's because they don't monetize yeah, it. Yeah, it's right. when it's they the monetize. Kind of thing, like, that's when, I, you know. They put books out. And that's when it gets really fucking gross to me. You yeah. know what I mean? When it's a big auditorium of people, you know, it's, yeah. Like that show, uh, what was it called with that guy whose name is John Edwards, but not the politician? <laughs> uh, it was like something with John Edwards and he was just like the most uh, he was the most like he would just like look you in the eye and hold your hand and be like yeah. tell me about it and I'm like man and you're use just these manipulation crossing tricks over. crossing, crossing over. over yeah yeah thank yeah thank you I used to watch that show whenever it was on but he's like right I was like okay what what the people you're talking to need is like a grief counselor you're connecting yeah. with them because you're like looking them in the eye and holding their hand and being yes. like you must be in a lot of pain right now totally what people need and then to be like oh Oh, was their favorite color blue? And yeah. like, yes. It's like, yeah. That's it's when it's just. Monstrous. I just cannot stand, you know. I mean, it's also the same time. I watched Long Island Medium for a very long time, and she was debunked as fake. And you know what? I will say, still going on tours. Wow. Still has a television show. Still doing that kind of thing. Because I do appreciate the fact that like these are people trying to bring peace to other people. But again, I've met multiple people, especially in my mom's group of friends, that can do those things, that do it for the people they know and love to bring them peace. And then the second you're paid $3,000 to come into a room to do it, yeah. I think is a little bit different. And and it's strangers and you're walking up to them, you know, and you're making a big show out of it. You're making a big theater out of it. That is definitely, that's the, where the line is drawn for me. You this, know is, what I mean? I, this is giving me super flashbacks to early, early, early page seven days when I was really into the show Medium featuring Patricia Arquette. <laughs> oh my God, I love Love me. <laughs> she played a regular old mom who uh, is this this is fiction a fictional it was a yes. t- it was a prime time uh <laughs> like network drama where it was on for a long it time was on for a long time and she would it, the premise was that she would have dreams and that she would tell the police about her dreams uh. <laughs> it would be like oh patricia Arquette. we will follow those things which obviously would they would never do in real life um unfortunately yeah they were like oh we got to get patricia Arquette on the and she was always in these like incredibly frumpy mom pajamas like the entire like 75% of the show was her like waking up in bed next to her hot husband in her like incredibly yeah. frumpy mom pajamas and- I loved it every time they kissed man <laughs> I was just like ooh yeah have another sweaty scary dream and she would wake up and be like <gasps> and the husband would always be like what's wrong and I always wanted to be what like are you what seeing? do you think is wrong she had a fucking psychic dream that's what she did every night this happens every night <laughs> See, and that's why we have to take that same scorn, and now we have to place it towards the Oscar nominations that were put out this week. Angry Page 7. I'm sorry it's angry. I, we had such a great tour weekend. I had we such did. a good time. I do want to say again, thank you to everybody that came out this weekend because I had a blast. All weekend, I shivered my butts off, but my butts are still here. And then Gwyneth had a fucking wafter pussy smell in our noses and ruined everything. Make us all mad. And I missed everybody, and I hope that everybody had such nice uh, hugs and photos with uh, Jackie and Holden and Natalie, and uh, it was thank you super for holding fun. it down without me. Yeah, shout outs again to everybody who came out to Chicago, Pontiac, and uh, Milwaukee. Um, shout out to the cheese curds in Milwaukee. Uh, oh that was God. amazing. I also do want to bring up the fact that in in Chicago, Holden and Jake, Jake from Wizard of the Bruiser, uh, Holden and Jake were in a 
room together in Chicago that they had bunk beds. <laughs> and I just, I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. The way, no, the worst one was the the clearly honeymoon fuck suite that we ended up in in Milwaukee. It had a open air like shower whirlpool next the to the jacuzzi. bed. I mean, Jeff and I were naked the entire time we were in our room. Luckily, the toilet was behind, in a closet, but everything else, like Jake had to leave for me to get a shower. It was like, I was like, congratulate, because Jake booked that room. I was like, congratulations, Jake. You booked us a fuck room. And it was a queen bed. We got a cot up there, so that was good. But, uh, yeah. But, man, the pub at that place. What was the name of that? Shout out to that place. What was the fucking name of that place? I don't know. It was like an Irish. It was it some was Irish awesome. place. It was great. It was great. It was like County Clare. County Clare. County Clare. The County Clare the County in Clare. Milwaukee. Get, get that Big Bloody Mary free brunch for your stay. Like, unbelievable. It was insane. This place was not that expensive, and it was so if you were ever in Milwaukee, go to the County Clare. They were insane. But I'm sorry. Back to screaming about the Oscar nominations <laughs> because we've got some things to say, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, just like the entire internet, everyone is, I mean, everyone's upset for different fun reasons. Yeah, that's and the I thing. That's kind of cute. I'm team angry about Farewell because I've been, I've been championing that movie. I mean, Aquafina got not only nominated, but won for the Golden Globe. But I think the most, I think... It's that mixed with how egregious I really and no, normally I don't even am not even like this uh, to be honest with you but this year just it was so egregious because of how many amazing female directed films that were absolutely prestige this year they weren't even you know dusted under the carpet like everybody knows how good these fucking I mean, we're movies were. Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Lulu Wang The Farewell, Olivia Wilde for Booksmart, Marielle Heller A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Lorene Scafaria for Hustlers. These are these are huge movies this year. That were all I've seen all of them except for Little Women, which I'll get into that later. But all of the rest of them were amazing, and not and not that I didn't think it was a bad movie by any means, and I saw it in the theater. But to also see Joker in the face of that just excel so hard, yeah, like as if it was this like amazing unique thing that like has never been done, told before. That I don't I don't know. It I, was a great movie. It was good. Joaquin Phoenix did a really good job. Sure. I really enjoyed it very much. But also, okay. I have never seen The Farewell yes. before. I watched The Farewell, and I, I, I've i never seen that movie before. Yes. It, 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 that's what the difference is. I, I, I haven't seen, I, I just, it, I, the, the Joker's old hat. We get it. We know it. Right. And I, th- I, I never thought that would have gotten the kind of love it got. I didn't think it was a, I saw in the theater, I did in no way thought it was like an Oscar movie per se. And I love I mean, I love get the it. Oscars. It is good. It's good. I, it's hard to say because I'm talking about a movie I liked. Yeah. But it just feels weird in the face of so many other, I feel like, p- possibly more deserving films. Molly, have you seen Booksmart? No. You need to see Booksmart. You will love. I enjoyed every minute of Booksmart. Well, I feel like you're not being a very good feminist right now with all the lack of female-directed films. You <laughs> There's a lot of female-directed films I have not seen. It's almost seen. like you had a fucking baby this year and couldn't make it out to the What, did, what did you just have a baby? <laughs> I also, I will, I mean, I know that I had brought this up before, but A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, I, I and Gothetti silently cried through the entire movie. It was really good and i th- i feel like there is this kind of goes to what we were talking about last week with like uh you know i feel like there's for years now right like a couple of years ago there was oscars so white for years there's been like people have been pointing out like 
there's a lot of like perhaps we could try to like just slightly like recenter like yeah. where we're and and I feel like there's always the kind of reaction of like well what are we only supposed to nominate Green Book and right. like and that is like no no Green Book is bad like but like but then I feel like this is just like you said Holden it's not it's even, undeniable this year yeah people don't even have you don't even have to act and you never did have to this is like I said last week in 2010 people would be like well listen find me a funny woman and I'll admit that women are funny. And it's, it's like, like my that, favorite movie is ridiculous. My fa- I haven't, we're seeing Little Women this Saturday, but I have a really good feeling about it. And I haven't seen the Tom Hanks uh, Rogers movie, but I, again, have a really good feeling about it. And I just feel like it's just so different this year. It's just so not that, you know? And, yeah. and it's not like female directors haven't been nominated in the past. It's just a weird year to have this result in general. And I don't think I would be as fucked up about it if it weren't for the Golden Globes having done the same thing. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. You know? But I hate it because we, every year we're like, well, this isn't obviously a, a good portrait of what movies and what television are now. It's right. a very antiquated system for for how far we've come. But the problem is is that it still means something to be an Oscar-nominated sure. For sure. actor. Right. It still means something to be a part of a Golden Globe-nominated television show. That means something still. So no matter what, it needs to change. And I know that this change is a not going to happen overnight, but it has to change. And, and yeah. I always say the same thing to myself. Is I'm never happy with who wins the Oscars. I'm never happy, but I always uh, just remind myself, look at all the people who won in the past. And do you recognize any of those movies? Maybe a few, but most of the films that have ever won like best picture, just look at the list of best picture wins. You'll be like, I've never fucking heard of any of these movies. Crash. And also, yeah, yeah, Crash was humble. <laughs> No, I mean that year. Don't even. <laughs> so it's don't like even. it's like uh uh you know it, it it all kind of means nothing. But I'm still such a sucker specifically for the pageantry of the Oscars only. I don't really care about any other award show unless Taylor Swift's getting the Artist of the Decade award on. See, it. I like the Golden Globes because they all get drunk, yeah. and so there's yeah, no booze at yeah, the Oscars. It's fun. It's yeah. just dumb. But I don't care about the actual awards on, by any means. Right. You know? But yeah, you're right, Jackie. It's about like there is like. Even though, like, thank God, there's, like, so much, like, more, like, you know, not only, like, representation in terms of, like, who's seen on screen, but also representation, like, in writers' rooms and, like, like amongst directors and all that, like, there, it, it, it's, like, I feel like the, the, the argument is always, like, well, who cares? It's just the Oscars. But it's, like, well, sure, but, like institutionally recognizing the good work that people do is important. Yeah. And then ignoring that good work is, like, that's also, like, that is... That matters, and even though good are, work is still being made. All of these things are reflective of our society, a reflection of our society to a certain things degree. Things like The Lighthouse, which is one of the most interesting, different movies I've ever seen, and done so well. And I'm I'm happy that it got nominated for cinematography, but it really, really should have been more. It was an amazing experience. Uh, it was weird. But that's why why it was fun. Uh, also, but I will say on the on the positive side, I have a feeling the Academy's like, but we nominated this best picture. Why is everybody upset? I will say, very cool. The Parasite got not not well, it got nominated for both, which will be hilarious if it doesn't win best foreign film. Uh, but nominated <laughs> for best picture as well, which I believe is but that the why first. Why wasn't the cast? No one from the cast was nominated. No one from the cast. That sister should have been fucking nominated with a bullet. She was so good. Uh, 
But at the same time, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci yeah. from The Irishman both up for supporting actor. You couldn't have just at least share. <laughs> you couldn't share it. You couldn't <laughs> let these young actors who Parasite is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I enjoyed it. I had no idea what was coming next. I loved every minute of it. Did you see that there was a tweet that was like, uh, I think there's been an error and the best supporting actor nominations are from uh, like 1997. It's like Tom Hanks, Joe Tom Pesci. Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt, which I will say Brad Pitt, he was great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tom Hanks, great in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I will say, I think, again, the two nopes, I don't think I'll ever let myself watch a movie. Oh, the two pups. Yeah, the two pups is on Netflix now. Was it always on Netflix? I don't know, but all I know is that apparently Uncut Gems is coming to Netflix soon. Hell so, yeah. And I can't wait to see it because everyone I know that has seen Uncut Gems says, see it, see it, see it. Because I will say that Adam Sandler went on Howard Stern in December and he had said that if he if he didn't get the nomination, he said, quote, I'm going to fucking come back and do one again, meaning a movie that is so bad on purpose just to make you all pay. That's how I'm going to get them. And um, so now I'm just waiting to see if he could possibly top how bad Jack and Jill was. <laughs> and, uh, I say Mazel. I want to see him I, do it. I want to see an intentionally shitty, shittily made movie uh, and attempt to attempt an attempt to top your already one of the shittiest made movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, I situation. mean, there's a couple of real Adam Sandler, you know, stinkers out there. But I am also, so many people are like, I can't believe I'm rooting for Adam Sandler to get an Oscar. I'm like, you didn't fucking see Punch Drunk Love? We, I, always amazing. Knew, I always knew he had a Best Actor Oscar in him. Like, yeah. always. Like, because that, in fact, because of Punch Drunk Love, I've always sat back and just been like, man, make more of these. Work with these direct. They would totally work with you. Yeah. You're so good. I think he enjoys, he is an enjoyer of life when it comes to movie making. So I think it's one of those where maybe he'll keep going in the Uncut Gems direction. But I do think that he only wants to take something really seriously like that every once in a while at this point in his career. It's, it's what it seems like. Which I get because that's a lot. It is a lot more uh, the uh, effort and it takes a lot more, drains your life a lot more than, you know, say Jack and Jill <laughs> or, you know, Click. For sure. But I, you know, I enjoyed Click. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I enjoyed it. Well, Click has that gut-wrenching moment in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the tear Which jerking. is why I liked it. Um, I'm just, um, I'm personally upset because every time I would see the trailer for Ford versus Ferrari, I would just go like, who would possibly want to see this? <laughs> I know that people out there want to see it. I it is a, see it. It is a movie that is the opposite. <laughs> as opposite as one. not for me. Like, it is so not for me, I can't even believe Because of the cars? Because of the lead actors? It's, oh, it's just all... Oh. Uh, I get that it is for a lot of people. I understand that. It is just I couldn't even possibly care less. I hear you. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and defend that perspective because, A, it could be a completely dog shit movie. I don't know. Uh, but, but I'm off enough people say this is what I always say. If enough people say it's good, I will watch it. But I don't just like watch everything. That's kind of where I'm at at this. Stage. I would rather watch The Fast and the Furious. That I, to Fast me, Furious like awesome. that's great. Fast and Furious is like I used to be Mr. Like eye rolly at those movies and then I was like you know no, what fun. maybe yeah, I should good. start having more fucking fun in my life and just like hang out with my friends and get drunk and yell at the TV screen all throughout a Fast and the Furious movie like that's they how are... I feel about the movie Crank yes I love Crank that 2 movie, is it's like delightful. Crank is excellent excellent movie yeah it is full throttle 
just fuck you, Juice. <laughs> yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Have you guys seen Crank 2? That's the one. You you like the first one? I don't know if I've seen Crank, Crank 2. Crank 2 is like absurd. What does he have to do? Please. It's, please. it's, same, it's same thing, same different thing. movie, yeah. but, but uh, just please turned up watch 11. it. Yeah, just, right. just like they got the good cocaine for that one. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not against bad movies. I just like, I really did every time. I would pre- comically pretend to fall asleep every time I saw the trailer for Ford vs. Ferrari. <laughs> the, even the cast is great in it, but I still couldn't even possibly care <laughs> about it. But what I do care about is, I know that we were talking about the Golden Globes, and I thought that this was actually a very cute celebrity moment. So I think you guys all saw that at the Golden Globes, Beyonce and Jay-Z showed up late and they also showed up with their security guard carrying a bottle of their own champagne. Now the champagne was Armand de Brignac <laughs> and it is otherwise known as Ace of Spades and it's owned by a company that's be- that belongs to Jay-Z. And they had an extra champagne and next to their table, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon were sitting there and they ran out of water. So... Beyonce and Jay-Z gave their champagne to them and filled up their water glasses. And then, of course, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston took a bunch of fun selfies for Instagram of them drinking their champagne. (laughs) And what I thought was actually a very cute, classy celebrity move is the next day at Reese Witherspoon's house, a whole box of champagne showed up with a letter from Beyonce that just said, more water. Oh. And I thought that was so cute. You know what? It's classy. I think that's such a, hey, I had a good time with you last night. It's almost like the text the morning after going on a date with someone that refuses to sleep with you on the first date. It's like, hey, thanks for that. It's, But it's also like, it's like how after a party like a good party and you like the most fun part is the next day when you're like checking in with your friends and you're like oh like building on inside jokes from the night before you know who hooked up with who whatever like I love the idea of Beyonce and Reese Witherspoon having like an inside joke from the night before like a from the, a, a good party the night before I think that's wonderful mm-hmm. I think it's so cute and then there's all these insta stories of Reese Witherspoon and her mom drinking the champagne the next day and it, that's also really fucking cute I love cute. it that's they're like wonderful it's, it's like it's what you know they're drinking like the middle of the afternoon or so it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know I just just wanted to share that because I feel like we've been yelling a lot this episode and I just thought that that was a really nice we have to remember that they are all still people and even the people in the academy are still people and I think you know we have to it's fun when they're being fun more like sleepal because they're like you're fucking bitch fucking <laughs> <laughs> like yo that's a good one but now um, Molly very big question for you oh because I need to know your answer. It's know. time for a question that's big as the moon. It's big as the moon. <laughs> Molly, how do you feel about the Saved by the Bell reboot? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to pass, dog. I'm Uh-oh, like, looks like oh, it's gonna be a Continues. no for me. It's, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm like, and I don't want it to be a no. Will I watch it? Yes. So in that sense, it's not a no. But I'm like. I am really anxious about it. As soon as I read the sentence, Zach, 
now the governor of California. Yeah, I was what? Like, oh, all right, all right. Can't all he right. just be the principal like yeah. anyone else would devise? The governor of California. And it also like has to do with like high stakes testing or some shit. It's like, can you read the blurb? It's like I, I was like, this is this is the best thing about Say by the Bell is it had nothing to do with anything besides no. the uh, uh, energy pills or whatever episode. Yes, the yeah. caffeine they had, pills. They yeah. had a couple of very special episodes, but this seems to be a little bit. The political. whole thing's a special episode. <laughs> the yeah. explanation is the reboot will explore the fallout when Zach, now the governor of California, gets into trouble for closing too many low-income high schools and proposes the affected students be sent to the highest performing schools in the state, including Bayside High. I'm going to need to stop you right there and say, <laughs> Saved by the Bell, do not delve into the world of quote-unquote low-performing schools. This is not the podcast for that, but I could talk about that phrase for a I long just, time. All I have to say is, when you definitely end up watching this, uh, please turn a tape recorder on and capture your reactions oh, to it so that we can play them back for the podcast. This is like the show I was born to talk about because I love Saved by the Bell and I hate the way we talk about public schools in this country. And I love public schools. And so I really am going to have a real fucking heart attack while I watch this show. It's going to be good. I have a question for you. Have you seen Friday Night Lights? Oh, yeah. So what did you think about that season? Oh, oh, yeah. I love Friday Night Lights. What about that season? I, I was, it was ready season to four? hate that season. Yeah, I think it's season four. I liked it. I was ready. I was so ready to hate it. Uh-huh. And I thought that they did a good job. Right. Yeah. Have you heard me scream about Last Chance You on this show? Yes. Have you watched any of it? No, but I remember being like, when you told me about yeah. it, I was like, "This sounds like it could you have white wanna, savior vibes." You might want to check this out. But out. I feel like I feel like I mean, obviously, Friday Night Lights is like the whole season is like coach savior vibes. But yes. I feel I love right, I love right, that right. season. I thought that it actually did it very well. Yeah, and uh, not in like a. But it was like a miracle. But it didn't like it, it wasn't. Almost. Yes, it was a miracle that they did it. Exactly. Yeah, they, they actually pulled it off, and it wasn't like incredibly sneery. It wasn't incredibly disrespectful and otherizing and all that stuff. Yeah. But like anything about quote unquote low income schools does. I, when I read that blurb, I was like, "Say by the bell, no!" And these- I was so excited to hear what you had to say because as I was reading, I was like, "Molly's gonna fucking hate this dude." It's also <laughs> such a one to one concept. I feel like like make one of them the new principal. Yes. They did it with the new class. They did it with the college years. And also, honestly, the lesson from both of those is nobody wants that. Yeah. People only want original Say by the Belt. Nobody wanted the new class. Nobody wanted the college this years. This is why I keep screaming about the Party of Five reboot. Yes. Uh-huh. It make it the same thing. I, I appreciate, I guess, what they're trying to say with it. And I'm not saying that that's not a story that should be told, but don't put it under the guise of Party of Five because I want dumb, syrupy drama if I'm going to watch Party of Five. It is a whole different concept that makes it so political, and that's not my bag, personally, so I'm just like... I. I'm not going to watch it. Hate seven, hate cast, hate cast. Hate cast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't like to be this. I'm just being, I'm grumpy. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll I'll do a whole podcast about how good Say by the Bell right. is, but it's just, and, 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 you know, I like talking about politics, but I don't want Zach Morris to be the governor of California. <laughs> All right, let's just share one thing we each really like. I like Jolly Ranchers. Molly? Um, I, <laughs> but I do, I do like Megxit. I think that Meghan Markle is fantastic, yes. and I, I support her with my whole heart. I never cared about a 
royalty story more than I care about this one. This is what I want out of this. I wanted to save this for the podcast. What I want Please. is for a Wes Anderson style romantic comedy made about this, where we I get to hear me and Julio down by the schoolyard while they like throw their things out of the window of the castle and like climb down a rope and like I think run that across the great. field. I mean, that, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> I really that want that. Fantastic. I Ron, love this girl, story. Ron. Yeah, get yeah. him out of there. Yes. There's so much. I mean, when you really look at the bullet points yeah. of the shape shit that's been going down there lately Hero. and you know and yeah get that guy out of there and go live live your life they are prince harry is sixth in line for to be crowned so let him be yeah. his own person then yeah let him do his thing i love i love and any kind of rebellion story like this i'm gonna be all about even i don't know and i'm sure there's some whatever reasons for it to be bad but i think it's just always fun when someone says you know what I'm breaking loose. Yeah, Yeah. no, I think that it seems pretty unequivocally good. Like, there was a great BuzzFeed story that had, like, side-by-sides of all the coverage of Kate Middleton versus the coverage of Meghan Markle, and it was like, you know... Prince William loves to get avocados for sweet Kate <laughs> for her nausea. And then it was like, Meghan Markle likes avocados and it's ruining the ecosystem. <laughs> it's true. It was yeah. like absolutely mind-boggling yeah. in terms of the coverage against no, her. No, the paparazzi over there are fucking horrendous. And, you know, love is love, man. So I kind of, that also goes to show that she really maybe, maybe probably definitely loves this guy and didn't want to just be for sure. an inheritor of some craziness. And they're going to be fine. It's like, oh, well, they will be cut off from the money or whatever. It's like he inherited like $40 million. And yeah. also she immediately went to Canada and signed a deal with Disney. Yeah, she a wanted to deal with Disney. They're fine. They're going to be fine. They like, they like didn't want her to act or she wasn't able to get acting work because of her connection or something no, like that. No, she wasn't allowed to. She wasn't oh, allowed yeah, to so work. yeah, so fuck off. Yeah. As royals, they were not, they're not allowed to work because they get paid out of the trust. Yeah, fuck off so with it, that. It, it, so they want to work. They want to go do what they want to do. I think it's the biggest problem, and as someone that has watched all of The Crown, I think I can speak to this. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can definitely speak to this. Um, I think that the real big problem is that they, even though the, it seems like the queen was willing to work with them, they went ahead and released it anyway above, like in front of all the tabloids going to release it. And so they didn't finite all of the details before they said anything. And that was the biggest issue with it. Mm. And she was apparently working with them to allow them to do this. Because still, at the end of the day, it's a monarchy. She's the, she, you, have, you gotta get her to say yes to it before you do anything. I've seen the crown. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's like you just had to get all that stuff done. But I say mazel. You go, girls and boy. Yeah, I think it's great. And <laughs> See, honestly, that's positive. if there the queen go. was caught flat-footed by it, I I can't shed too much of a tear. You but know? let's get back to that Saved by the Bell reboot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are they all going to... No, let's talk about how bad all of their careers have been since Saved by the Bell. Have you seen... Showgirls. Slater's done okay. Is it Showgirls? I always mix up. Yeah, Showgirls. Yeah, Showgirls. Showgirls, absolutely astounding movie. Uh, Slater is, he has an okay career, but he has just a bad, you just don't want to listen to anything the guy says. Right. Uh, Yeah, it's Mark Paul Gosler looks looks fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
pretty sure we don't want to know what Screech, Screech is up just to. Said was the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's bad. been he's been shivin and partying, and he's doing what he does. You know, <laughs> look like Tiff- rough. Apparently, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is looking to potentially reprise her role on the show. She's got that cooking show that I hate. <laughs> I think everybody except for Screech is signed up for the reboot as well, including Lark Voorhees, who had that. What did she? She had a real weird uh, public freakout a couple years ago that I can't remember what it involved. But she had she was having a rough one for a yeah. while. Sometimes people just got to scream. And I get that, you know, whether they are inside of their homes, whether they're in their cars, whether they're just on the sidewalk. You got to get it out. And um, now it's time for us to uh, scream about the list. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie, got to have that list. By the way, so fun. The entire crowd each night screaming it at the top of their lungs. It was so much fun. Which is thank you guys so much. It always melts my fucking heart. So this I started reading about. I was a big shameless person. I really enjoyed a lot of shameless. Now Emmy Rossum is not a part of shameless anymore. And apparently it's because she's a part of this new show called Angeline. And she is a apparently a blonde bombshell pinup. And she underwent a drastic transformation to look the part for this role. So today we are doing 10 celebrities who went to extreme for roles. And this also started because on the flight, on one of my flights this weekend, I watched Black Swan for the first time. And Natalie Portman in Black Swan is on this list because, oh my God, she was so thin. She was so thin as a dancer. And I know the dancers got to be very thin because I, again, I've seen center stage. So I know (laughs) what dancers have to go through to look this way and Natalie Portman just looked I just I thought that she was gonna break and she's already very thin Mm-hmm. And apparently she mm-hmm. lost 25 pounds Ugh. for the black oh, swan lord. Oh my god. Which lord. I can't even like where was the 25 pounds to start with? Uh. Also which I completely forgot about this movie. Did you guys ever see Black Mass? Uh nope. No. It is it's a Johnny Depp movie where he plays James Whitey Bulger who I'd watched this documentary. Yes, a monster dude. I think I think if I hadn't seen it, I definitely remember it now for sure. The picture of him in it with it's like with his dyed hair, he looks just it looks rough. This is a rough uh, portion of it. Uh, of Johnny Depp's life, but you know, he had bald caps, hair implants, facial prosthetics, and colored contacts to completely become the mobster. And uh, you know what? He does lose himself in roles, even though sometimes he loses himself via meth and or wine. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is on the list? Charlize Theron in Monster. How do you turn the world's most beautiful woman into a very upsetting looking creature. Just put her in a movie about Eileen Vernos. By the way, I'm glad I get an excuse to talk about this on the show. Recently saw Bombshell, and her transformation into Megan Kelly is fucking unbelievable. Like, we couldn't tell it was her at first. We're like, wait, is that Charlize Theron? Her vocal work, even and mixed with the physical transformation, is astounding. Really? Also, I definitely recommend that. Okay, I Check haven't seen Bombshell, but I love Charlize Theron. Yeah, it's great. And it's all her. about this uh, sexual assault stuff happening at Fox News. Really? It's so good, dude. Like, definitely watch it. I don't, I'm surprised it's not being talked about more. I feel like maybe I'm missing something. Like, some people have some counterpoints to why it's not a great movie, but I thought it was incredible. Okay, I love her. I love everything she does. Hell yeah. And we know that we're on the fence about Chris Pratt, but I will <laughs> say the transformation he had between Andy Dwyer and Guardians of the Galaxy is real. That is nuts. I definitely am way more personally into the Andy Dwyer look. Same. But you know, he, I will say, that is quite, that's a lot of fucking effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I'll give him a good for him, except that he made himself into an asshole. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just always kind of was that. That's the problem. Biggest transformation of them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> From a nice guy into a total dick. Um, are, were you going to mention Tom Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder? You know what? He was is, great in Tropic Thunder. I love he, that I was just like at He was great in Tropic like, Thunder. That dance at the it. end, too. It's, I, hey, that's one of my favorite transformations uh, yeah. ever, Not much less on this list. I mean, Eddie Murphy in Coming to America, obviously one of the mm-hmm. best movies, and I can't wait for that remake yes. because that will be coming out that's soon. That's got our boy and in I it, will too, watch right? the hell out of that. That's got your, does that have Jermaine in it, too? Yes, our friend Jermaine Fowler is going to be in it, and I believe he's playing Eddie Murphy's son that's in so it. That's so cool. Awesome. Which, that's insane to me. And, uh, yeah, then also Daniel Radcliffe in Jungle, which I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen But I will say, I really enjoy the acting jobs. As someone that saw uh, Equus, I'm down to see almost anything. That and what was it? Um, Squirty, Squirty Corpse? Uh, uh, yep. Swiss Army Man? Swiss Army Man. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, great. Paul Dano. That was great. Squirty Corpse, Squirty I believe Corpse. that was... I mean, um, he farts a lot. That was uh, uh, John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for oh, me from the list. The... D- it's is it? Did you, Molly? Did you turn a dimmer on? Oh no! In this room, because it was bright once before, and uh, now oh, a, no. a darkness seems to be. Oh no! Floating upon oh. me like the sun when it is obstructed by a cloudy day. A raven sits upon its he's perch. Blind. In the he's blind. He's blind. A raven sits upon its perch in the corner. Does it quaff? How do you know the raven is there? Because <laughs> it's I'm not fucking blind yet. Oh. Oh, no, I'm angry. <laughs> angry? He can't scream on Angry. He can't scream. <laughs> That's not it. And now Mary's going to be upset because I'm screaming in the microphone too loud. <laughs> She's going to yell at you. Now Mary's going to be mad, just like we're mad. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. <laughs> we, we can't, can't see, see them. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Give us the <a> blind <laughs> items. <laughs> okay, great. This A-list mostly movie director told a waitress to go fuck herself after she turned down his advance last night at an award show. <gasps> A-list, movie director, award show, in the award cycle. Um, and who would you think in the award cycle would do that based on our conversation today? Director? Yeah. You can name the movie I mean, if you want. Joker? I immediately yes. thought it was Quentin Tarantino. Wait, was it? Todd Phillips. Yeah. Joker. That sounds exactly yeah. right. I don't really uh, have a follow-up article, but I was just, I knew we were going to talk about the Joker. And I, again, liked the movie, yeah, but I just but wanted an excuse to like Everything that guy has said in public lately has not been <laughs> fantastic. Let's, so. re- let's reward him. <laughs> uh, okay. that's I'm done with angry corner of He's blind got items. a toe face, you know? Yeah. He's got a no face. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. With the news today, the A-list mostly movie actress can breathe, breathe a sigh of relief. This one's for you, Molly, because it's political. <laughs> no more fake relationship required. I'm sure there will be a quietly split kind of announcement in the next couple of weeks. Um, oh, I thought it had a little bit more about the politics. It's because somebody just pulled out of a race recently. Uh, oh, Rosario Dawson and yes. Cory Booker. <laughs> yes, Rosario uh, Dawson and Cory Booker. Can't I can't wait it out for her to much. endorse someone. I love Rosario Dawson, and Ros- I do not understand that. Rosario tweeted, and this is po- positing that it was a 
kind of a fake relationship. Yeah. Rosario <gasps> tweeted out in, in response to Corey's announcement of walking away from the race. Corey, you continue to inspire me every day. On this journey, you and your remarkable team have represented the best in us, and I know you will continue to. Thank you. I see you. I love you. And see you later. See you later. See you later. She announced the relationship back in March. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that one's a big question mark. Yeah, was that weird? I don't know anything. I mean, this is showing my hand. I like know so little about any of this stuff that you're like talking about on t- Twitter all day. And like, <laughs> I, but I did know that he left, but I had no idea him and Rosario Dawson had like this weird. Well, uh, I know nothing. I know uh, absolutely nothing. Love to Cory Booker. He's like fine. He's not my candidate. He just fine. wasn't. But he just wasn't but making enough waves. She's whatever. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> not only is she smoking, but she's also smoking. like a, a a real leftist in yeah. a way that he's not. Oh really? So I never understood. I never understood. And it. she's yeah. And he's not necessarily. I would say I wouldn't use the word handsome. I guess when I referred to no, him. No, he's like a dork. Yeah. He's like a nice dork. And she. I, I kiss saw it. her. I like his head. I've seen her in the streets doing protests for like undocumented people back in 2012. She's amazing. She's absolutely incredible and also like breathtakingly gorgeous. Yeah. That relationship is a big question mark. Out of a fear that your souls will rot, I will present to you your final blind item. Oh, what's it gonna be? It took the media long enough to finally report on what I told you a month ago that the permanent A-list everything in her mind singer slash actress and the foreign born A-list singer were not getting along at all and it is really unlikely they would perform together at all during that huge event next month. Super Bowl? Yes. Who's performing? <gasps> Jennifer Lopez and Who's the other one? My humps, my humps. Fergie? No. Other uh, uh Latin Oh no, not my humps. Um <laughs> hips don't lie. Hips. Oh, sh- uh Shakira. Yes. <laughs> Apparently Jennifer Lopez and Shakira not are getting along. No, that's a hard. Well, you know what? Jayla's going through a lot because she wasn't nominated. Uh, yes. So there's, uh, first of all, yeah, did we even mention that a little bit? No, we didn't. We, didn't. we had bullshit. a lot of upsets. Yeah. We've been yelling about a lot of things. That's but no. how many? That's how many? I thought that she did a really good job. I think that she did a great job for it. And um, it is, everyone's very upset. I think those are two of my biggest upsets is J-Lo and Hustlers and Aquafina. Mm, mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go, uh, I, and I think this makes a lot of sense when I explain this. Uh, Although I will say I'm excited because Klaus is up for an animated film. I need I to did see want to it. say that because I really liked Klaus. I need a to lot. see Klaus. I heard it's really good, but I'm shocked that Frozen Two. Either way, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just. I can't know. I mean, that Frozen Two is supposed to get it. It's the highest gross grossing. Animated film. Yeah, ever. It's, it's just the Disney movie. Yeah, anyways, um, a source told Love B. Scott, I guess B. Scott is a multimedia maven and ultimate taste master, self described, but actually, actually, he's just a YouTube celeb who fucking loves himself based off of his Whoa. website. But, anyways, Whoa. a source told this fucking guy, as usual with these Super Bowl performances, the performers are having trouble fitting their set into the time constraints. Right now, the halftime show in the works is running way longer than the allotted time. The NFL, along with the powers that be, are trying to solve the issue. To make matters worse, both Jennifer Lopez and Shakira aren't exactly, quote, cozy. There were initial plans for them to perform a significant portion of the halftime show together, but that's out the window. As of now, they're just planning to appear briefly together at the end of the set. There isn't any real feud, but there's definitely a chill in the air between the two stars, and this is apparently due to the fact that J-Lo was initially the one 
one that got booked for this. Uh, and, then, and then it was NFL and Pepsi who added Shakira after J-Lo was whoa. booked. But and like, I could very well see why that would cause some issue. Sure. But they're both fantastic. That sounds like the best Super Bowl show we've had. Sure. Super Bowl halftime show we've Pro- had in a long time. Problem is, don't you have to like pay to do this, by the way? Isn't this a pay And you play? don't get paid. You do not get paid. You do not get paid. I think you even end up losing money on this. Uh, and especially between that and the snub, I yeah. bet J-Lo is not in a fucking no, good mood. Not right. in a good mood right now. <laughs> because like, honestly, if that's the case, which it is, I'd fucking be pissed off too. I'd be like, this is my fucking show. Yeah, fair. And then, and I have to now not just have this person on, like, it's one thing to have them come on and do a song with you. I have to split the whole fucking set with them, which is already really tight in the first, like, even if it was just me, it's tight. Yep. Fuck that. Angry Page 7. Man, we are. I'm sorry. I don't like Angry Page 7, I but I feel like very it. angry right now. I think I like that we're it. fun angry. Yeah, and, it's and fun also, angry. I'm, I'm not putting my, my balls in J-Lo's or Shakira's court. I love them both. Yeah. But I understand why J-Lo's mad. Yeah. There you go. And Jackie, I think your elbows are stupid. My elbows are <laughs> rashy. Uh, they're covered in rashes. No, I did somehow slam my elbow though and I've got a big cut wow. on it. Oh, your elbow is so stupid. I don't know what happened. But it's not your fault that it's stupid, but it's no. not it's it not is nice. the fireball whiskey's fault for sure. It's not the fireball's <laughs> fault. The fireball is only here to comfort and to hug me <laughs> with its whiskey sugar warmth. <laughs> I drank a bunch of fireball and I banged my elbow on some shit. Whiskey sugar warmth my favorite John Denver song. Also <laughs> my words the lights oh. have been reunited with my Yay. eyeballs upon the face of me. I can see. <laughs> yeah, he's not blind anymore. Thank God, because I wouldn't. I can't even imagine you having to deal with how annoying you. Would yeah, be. how annoying I'd be if I was actually a blind person. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week on Angry Page Seven. And uh, <laughs> we, if you got stuff to scream about, just let us know because you know what? It's mid-January. Everybody, for the most part, is either sober or working out for the first time or eating less or doing all these good things that, in general, are positive. But you know what? It's about the two-week mark when you're like, you know. What? Fuck this. Give me a goddamn turkey stick. <laughs> it's the angriest time of the year. <laughs> it's the angriest time of the year. January really probably is. Oh, though. yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. And then it was quickly followed by February and March. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. And you can now listen to page seven for free on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episodes are currently available on Spotify. Spotify is free, and you can download episodes for offline listening with a free account. Listen to Page 7 free on Spotify and follow Page 7 on Spotify to get new episodes as soon as they come out. Uh, yup. Also, you can follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Hold Nader's for streaming. Also, also, but not also, but actually also, patreon.com, regular weekly episodes uh, coming out, just $5 a month. That support means the world to us. Thank you, everybody who listens. Thank you, everybody who gives that extra support. $5 a month, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Molly, I cannot talk anymore about things that people should support. Can you please say your 
things that you want to support. I'm MJKLCat on Instagram, and I'm just learning how to, to like do filters. And as I'm tr- my my one of my New Year's resolutions now is to learn how to do Instagram correctly. Oh hell yeah! Whoa, let's talk. Let's talk Insta. We should all yeah. teach each other because I'm also trying to learn the Instagram. Yeah, and know. if anyone has any hot tips for Instagram stories for us, I am also like I'm googling and like watching YouTube videos of how to do it because you know what they say it's user friendly but I don't think it is I don't know how to do shit I don't think it is no it's all these secret buttons and secret swipes I don't know how to do it it's all about because it's all about making a kid be like oh I know the things you know what I mean slap 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 and then they have their fucking I don't know they have antlers for legs I'm almost 40 I'm almost 40 Oh my god! <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us for anger, uh, anger issues, the podcast, and we will uh, we'll talk to you next week. And I sort of Christ, we will be positive about it. <laughs> I think I, by the way, I'm gonna say I had a blast today. Yeah. I think this is a, a wonderful very time. fun episode. Fun, fun, angry. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it loose sometimes. Yeah. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.